Welcome to Off Script with the Heavyweight Chumps. I'm your host, Maddox. And I'm Thunder Cookies, Devin Rains. The name has changed, but one thing is still the same. We're mad. We're fat. And we're loud. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Off Script with the Heavyweight Chumps. I'm your host, Maddox. And I'm Thunder Cookies. And we've got a good one today. We've got a fantastic young lady who is in charge of the indie artist market in Memphis is going to be joining us over the fat line later on. I can't wait to talk about them. This is the grand opening weekend. Can't wait to hear what all they have in store for the people of Memphis. Uh, but first off, we know that the 29th is also the big pay-per-view day for AEW. Now, what are your thoughts on AEW doing their pay-per-views on a Saturday night as opposed to the normal Sunday nights that we got so used to with WCW and WWE? Well, they're not competing for ratings. They're going to get the ratings that they get. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I like that it's on a Saturday night because if it does run long, you're not sitting there dragging on Monday. Right. And on Sunday, you have time to kind of digest what happens. And then, of course, most of the time you get to dive into whatever the WWE's throwing on that night. Uh, but this the build up to this show has been really good. Yes, it has. Um, I'm, I'm anxious to see how they do the uh, I, I have loved the angle between Jericho and the former Dean Ambrose, Mr. John Moxley. Uh it's a throwback to the eighties. I mean, any of us that remember the old, uh, road warriors and dusty road storyline where they took one of the spikes from the, from the shoulder pads and blinded dusty. It's a throwback to that storyline almost where they used a spike off of Jericho's jacket to blind. I want to call him Ambrose, but Moxley in one eye. It's, it's amazing what can be rehashed. What's old is now new. And, you know, it's always that case. The wrestling business has always been cyclical. And I guess it's just time to roll that in. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the build up to this match and the match in general? What do you think we're going to get? I think you're going to get a good match. I, I think you're going to see them both lay it all out. More than what we saw in that House of Hardcore Hell in a Cell crap that WWE put on when him and Jericho, when Moxley. Oh, when Moxley talked to the potted plant? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that storyline. That was, the sad thing is you had two of your best performers in the company and they were both being hamstrung by what they were being given to work with. Whereas if you look now and you've seen Jericho has really elevated everybody around him. I mean, you think about Sammy, Gar- Sammy Guevara, who is not somebody that I was a big fan of at first. Thank God they took that panda head off of him. Right. But he's got potential to be a tremendous star in that company in the long run. I Personally, I think it's still too early to take the belt off of Jericho. He's had it for how long? He was the first ever champion. Yeah, but I mean, when did he get it? I can't remember. October? No, it had to be before October. Yeah. Maybe it was back in July. I'm not sure. I think it was at the... Uh, not Fighter Fest. No, it wasn't Fighter Fest. It was at... Uh, was it Double or Nothing? 
No, Double or Nothing was Jericho against Omega to see who got to go into the match with yeah. Paige. It was all all out. Okay. So it was all out, which um I mean he's had the belt down for a good while, but I still think it's a little too soon to pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean they're just now getting momentum behind the inner circle. Right. And and really showing off what they can do and how much heat they can really get. You want your babies chasing the heels. You do. And I, I have to say, you know, the inner circle's getting popular. I mean, uh, my friend Jonathan went to the, uh, went to the show that they did look close to us a few months back and the inner circle t-shirts were sold out. Wow. So were the Orange Cassidy t-shirts, but, you know, freshly squeezed, freshly squeezed. But for, for them to be moving the merch like that, you know, they're starting to gain momentum. Right. Um, I'm anxious to see how that match plays out. The buildup between Cody and MJF has been fantastic. The, yeah. the, the, the hurdles that MJF has made Cody go through and the emotion that he was able to to give when you saw the lashing at the uh, show two weeks ago when he took the 10 lashes in the ring. I mean, by the time you got, when they got done and you saw Cody's back, he was just, his back was red. Yeah. And the fact that he, he wouldn't even do it with his own belt. He made Cody take his belt off and give it to him. I thought that was just a stroke of added dimension for that storyline. Yeah. Um, then we actually got the chance to see his CMJF's heavy, as you will, Wardlow step into the cage with Cody. I'm a little upset. I don't think that match got enough time. I think they could have given it another 10 minutes. I think it was exactly what it needed to be. It did what it it just moved the storyline forward, but right. it made Wardlow look strong. Yeah. It, what it did was it made both men look strong going into the pay-per-view. I think if they're smart, MJF goes over. Yeah, because that kid's got, he's, he's a heat magnet. He's got the chops. And I, I think if you're going to build him and he has the potential to carry that company long term. Yeah. I think you have to, you have to put him over here. I think you could do a, a feud between he and Cody between this pay-per-view and their next because they're not doing monthly. So I would like to see the storyline continue. Right. Um, because you know, eventually we're going to see MJF and a bunch of whoever he pulls in. We're probably going to get something similar to a War Games match in AEW, would be my guess. Yeah, but they can't call it War Games. They could call it the, the match, match beyond. beyond. Now, I'm also interested in the tag title scenario Hangman Page and Omega versus the Bucks. Right. Is it time to put the belts on the Bucks? I think to move the story along between Omega and and a Hangman, Hangman Page, you need to put the belts on on the Bucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's time for that tag team for all that animosity that's kind of been brewing between the elite. It's time for it to come to a head and explode, right? Um, and quite frankly, Hangman could use the rub of some singles matches with, with Omega. And to be honest, Kenny could use a good singles program too. Right. Because he hasn't really had one. No. Um, 
I know that, uh, of course, last night we had the 30-minute Ironman match. Yeah. So, Pac is, to me, I, I am amazed that Pac has not been moved into the title picture yet. <sighs> or is there still too much WWE stink on him? I think there's still too much WWE stink on him. Give him another two months. Give him another. Yeah, you're right. Give him another couple of months. But I will tell you this. I love the character he is portraying in AEW. Right. More compared to what he was doing in WWE. He was so sorely misused. Watered down. Badly. And it was not. It wasn't fun for a wrestling fan to watch that guy go through that. I mean, he has the look of a natural heel. He's got kind of that Triple H face. Yeah. And But with what AEW is building, they have done a... To me, they're doing a fantastic job of building guys up without having to put the same people on television every week. Right, because we haven't seen Jimmy Havoc in weeks. We haven't seen Jimmy Havoc. You haven't seen... Uh, Joey Janela in about two or three no, weeks. No, you haven't seen Janela. You, I mean, you barely see... I mean, we've only seen the Lucha Brothers once in the last month. Something like that. So, and that match with Omega and Hangman last week... It was good. was fantastic. If you guys are not watching AEW Dynamite Wednesday nights on TNT, you are missing the boat when it comes to professional wrestling. Wednesday night is the professional wrestling night if you are a fan of actual wrestling and not overly scripted soap operatic type shows, is my opinion. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of, of the old Memphis days. You get with AEW, I get a little bit of an old, the old Memphis days, maybe even a little bit of the old ECW yeah. feel, mainly because, as you know, when Heyman took over the book in ECW, he was heavily influenced by the Memphis booking style, having worked there. I think essentially what he did was take that Southern mentality of booking and flip it and give it to the people in the Northeast. And they ate it up because Philadelphia crowds look at the football fans. I mean, Philadelphia crowds are bloodthirsty. Yeah. And it, it worked. Uh, AEW is doing it because what they're doing is so different. We're seeing quality wrestling. Storylines are getting moved properly in the right direction. The women's division still needs work. Yeah, it stinks. It, it stinks. But... I mean, I'll give them time, let them develop some people, but quite frankly, I'm glad to see Riho drop the belt. I, she's not a believable champion, in my opinion. Uh, I don't like what they're doing with Britt Baker. Uh, quite frankly, she's not worth a damn on the stick, and she's not worth a damn in the ring, if you ask me. Right. Well, I'd like to be Priestley. Where has she been? Right. You know, they've got some great ones signed. And I mean, granted, we probably need to start watching AEW Dark. Um, probably. But I'm, I'm hopeful that with them adding a second show down the road, that maybe we're going to get some of, maybe AEW Dark's going to go away and we're going to get, you know, a two hour version of that on TNT. Right. Um, with that said, for anybody that's out there listening, be sure to go through, let's see, what are their apps? Uh, BR.com. Uh, Bleacher Report. Yeah. 
Um, is it Fight TV also carrying there for their pay per views? I think Fight TV. Is. Uh, go through. Make sure you catch this pay per view and, and and support the little guy because as wrestling fans, everybody always complained after WCW went out of business that there was no competition. Try as they might, TNA never could be legit competition. But what you're getting now, if people will support it, has the potential to really be great. Uh, it just needs people to watch, tune in, and support. We're definitely, I, I'm definitely going to be catch, catching this show. I'm anxious to see how this plays out. I think it's going to be one of their best shows. I, they've got a lot built up in it. That's for sure. It has a lot of potential. There's no question. And when we get back, ladies and gentlemen, we got to answer the fat line. We're going to talk a little bit about the arts. How about it? We'll catch you on the flip side. Are you a CBD user that's unhappy with the quality of your current CBD products? We recommend that you try Absolute Nature CBD. Absolute Nature CBD is a third-party tested CBD company that offers a wide variety of products, including CBD, medicated, full-spectrum salve, CBD, liquids in varying strengths, and CBD, full-spectrum soft gels, among other products. Go to AbsoluteNatureCBD.com, use code CHUMPS30, C-H-U-M-P-S 30, and get 30% off your total order. Ahoy, mateys, it's your old pal Shipwreck here, reminding you to make sure you tune in to the Heavyweight Chumps every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Central, on Radio Memphis. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the fat line right now, we've got Miss Jenny Harris. Jenny's here. We're going to talk about some indie artists. We're going to talk about a big indie artist market that she's got coming up with their grand opening this weekend. Jenny, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, I saw the post on Facebook about this indie artist market. How did this yes. all come about? Um, uh, well, there's actually a few of us that have been doing, um, different arts and, um, I, I own a vintage shop that I do pop-ups at. And then, you know, another, a couple other people here have, um, one of them is jewelry maker and then an artist and we all did an event together, you know, a couple months ago and, um, got to talking, um, about, um, this place because Forrest opened, you know, he's the owner of Indie Acting Studio. Um, they've been around for about 10 years or so, and they just moved over to this location with a bunch of open studio spaces. And, you know, the city doesn't really have a whole lot of different options, especially within a studio like this that can offer different services. And with the different mix of arts and stuff that we had, um, we just kind of joined together opened up our own little studios inside the studio and started a little collaborative of different arts and, you know, offerings and services that we have for everybody. So. And the great thing kind of, about the, about the artists and such that I've noticed out of Memphis is that they are a big collective, essentially everybody supports yes. everybody and you it all links together. Yeah. And you don't see that. In a lot of other towns. So it's great to see that Memphis is pulling together and their artists. There's some fantastic artists there. Uh, yes. What are you looking forward to 
about Saturday? What are you guys anticipating? Really just to show the community what we have to offer. You know, nobody really, I mean, they know we're out here, you know, all of our own, you know, friends and family and everything know that each individual one of us are here, but just kind of letting everybody know that we're here as a group and, you know, everything that's, you know, anything that they need, you know, like props, we do even like set design and, um, you know, wardrobe stylist and we have fantasy accessory makers and cosplay and, so, I mean, there's tons of stuff here that we have to offer just all in one one place. And, you know, if you look at if you look at Memphis from the outside, you wouldn't think, especially when you bring up cosplay and things of that nature, right. because it's not a big there's not a big comic book culture that you really hear a lot about mm-hmm. finding out there are people making those kind of things. What do you right. think of the the costuming, the costume makers and things of that nature that are going around now, and the seems to be an added focus on on cosplay, and especially with a few of the cons that are coming around now that used to not be here. Right. Um, it get, I think it gives a great outlet for anyone's like creativity. You know, dressing up and having the chance to be something else for a day, you know, and just getting out there and expressing yourself. It's, it's such a, even a stress relief and it's healthy for your mental, you know, just everything, you know, so just kind of showing people different options and outlets of being creative. You know, there's a lot of people that are kind of searching for, you know, what's my, you know, what's, what's me, what, how can I express myself, you know, and showing people like that there's different options and stuff like that, different, um, you know, outlets for that. We've got, uh, even we've have a, actually a yoga instructor and belly dancer here and our belly dancers actually having an event soon, just showing people how to make costumes, you know, just going on a trip, picking up some items, even at Goodwill or something and coming back and putting all those pieces together and just using your, your own creativity, you know? Wow. I didn't... And just, it the... just kind of brings everybody together, all the different artists, you know? Right. Um, and everything that we, you know, just now it's a, it's a good group. <laughs> well, you mentioned having your own store. Now, how did you become involved in the artistic community in Memphis? Um, I actually, it's just a, I have a vintage shop, and it's really hard. I know for our local filmmakers and stuff to have easy access to to vintage goods, especially when they're doing period pieces and having to go out and search every weekend for all these pieces when they're also trying to focus on their production and, and piecing together all that stuff. It's, you know, offering that to them under the same roof, you know, being here at Indie Acting Studio and having all the acting classes and the actors and even photographers and stuff that come in and want to do photo shoots or musicians that, you know, even love costume and stuff, but having this, at you know, at your fingertips, all, all right here. I, I think that's how I got involved. I love styling and fashion, and so just even the setup is an art to me. You know, sure. But, now, how is it with all this, all this under one roof? Mm-hmm. How is everything going to work Saturday? Is it going to be kind of a, a a bizarre type thing, or is it? It's more like an open house. You, you can open. We also have outside vendors, but open house to all come walk into our studios. You know, we have showcases. We have a sculptor here. We have, you know, one of our cosplay costume makers also paints um, a lot of different 
you know, comic themes and, and stuff like that. So just open our studio doors, showing what we have, showing what we make, showing our side, our creative mind. And then our yoga instructor, Belly Dancer, will be here. We have, we'll have outside vendors, which is something that we're going to want to start doing monthly is having these different markets and events um, so that other outside vendors and other outside artists can come and meet us and collaborate and have a chance just to open the artist community. Um, we have even a Facebook thing that we started for everybody, um, Indies Artist Market and Collaborative, just with a bunch of you know, all of Memphis, any local artists, anything, any makers or anything just to kind of get on and discuss and talk and share. And that's kind of what we're wanting to have here is not just us, not just our studio, but inviting all of Memphis, you know, everybody to come in and, and collaborate with us and get to know each other. And, you know, just one big community instead of just everybody trying to make it on their own, because with other people's help, you get further always, you know. It's it's almost like a, well, it's a great networking tool for anybody. Sounds like right, yeah. Also on Sunday we are doing a model call. All of us here um, could use models for for different events through the rest of the year. Um, so sixteen and up, men and women, um, we're looking for come get a free headshot, and um, you know, so we can call you for you know, different photo shoots and events for things like that. Next month, we're having a Gotham 901. It's all going to be Harley Quinn related. And we, we just got a lot of events coming up. And the open house is just to kind of introduce that we're here so that everybody will be on the lookout for those other amazing events that are coming. How has the response been as far as vendors? I know uh, you guys pretty much, I think you guys have filled up all your spaces, correct? Um, I think we might actually have one left, um, if anybody is interested, <laughs> but, um, we, we've got all sorts of people coming in. We've got candle makers, we have fine arts, um, artists, we have, um, even a rock collector that's coming, um, just all different sorts of a variety of people, makers, you know, expressing what they have, and, you know, down the future, we Anything, if you're a maker or an artist or anything that you show your creative side, a poet, you want to come, if you sell books or, you know, anything, if you're a writer, we want to, you know, we want to get you out there. We want other people to know about you too. Don't hide your talent, <laughs> you know, share it with everybody. Right. So that's what, that's what the, uh, the outside vendors are for, just to kind of get them in here and show them to everybody else too. Well, for those that may be interested in that one slot or in participating in future events, uh, tell them how they can become involved as far as uh, getting a booth space Absolutely. to become a vendor. Yeah, um, on IndieActingStudio.com um, is the Indie Acting Studio website. And on there, you'll be able to see the vendor options and what we have available. Um, uh, there's a little vendor sign up. On that, they can also go on to the group that I mentioned, the Indie Artist Market and Collaborative. That's on Facebook, open to anybody who wants to join. We'll be posting events there. And then you can follow all of our individual Instagrams and Facebooks, of course. Um, you'll see us posting all of our names and everything on there. So. And I noticed the, the, the rental on a booth space is, is actually very reasonable for anybody that wants to get involved. I think it yes. was, it was $25. Yeah, we don't want to make it out of reach at all. We want people to have it within, 
within their ability. Yeah, $25 for a six-foot booth space. Um, if you need a table, we'll even rent those for $5. We had a couple corner booths. I think those are all full. They were a little more. And then until our studios are full, which we also actually have two studios left, um, if anybody's wanting to rent a permanent space or a lease, um, we, but we will have somebody here with some food in one of those for if you're wanting some cotton candy or, you know, some hot dogs. We've got... We've got everything. <laughs> it sounds like you've got everything but music on hand for Saturday. <laughs> well, the only reason, yeah, we did think we did think about music, and we had a lot of DJs and people reach out, and we're going to absolutely have those at our next events. But we kind of want our open house to be um, to where we can talk to everybody and and mingle and get to know everyone um, at this one. But we will definitely have music at all the other ones. Promise. <laughs> Well, it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic time, especially if you are any even slightly creative. This sounds like something that you would want to be involved with because absolutely, even if it's something that you're not so sure about and want to get out and mingle, you'll meet people. And sometimes it takes someone else telling you what your talent is because you're hiding it. You don't see that. So and that's what we're here about is to lift each other and find it with them, you know. It really is nice to hear that there's such a supportive community out there for this. I mean, it's that's something that we have have discovered in being around the musicians that we have and the especially the people that are involved in the indie film world that we've been involved in yeah. now for a couple of years. Uh, just the way that everybody is so giving with their time, they everybody collaborates. It's it's almost like there's there's not a sense of competition among these people. Right, right. And I think that's a great benefit for Memphis as a whole and especially yeah. for their artists, because I think artists supporting other artists is the only way that you're going to see these grow. I mean, you're not going to see the whole we're, we're not in the days we were in the 80s and the 90s where you used to see a starving artist sale at a big, you know, at a big place yeah. anymore. Uh, it's right. nice to see people kind of taking control of their own art and putting themselves out there in front of a crowd. What kind of crowd are you guys expecting to see on Saturday? Oh, we're hoping all ages and everyone, anyone. Um, it's family friendly, so it's open to the public. We're out in Bartlett. It's at 6757 Stage Road. Um, we don't have a big indie acting studio sign out there quite yet because we just all got here in January. Um, so we are working on that. But um, it's right at the dip behind Sheridan's, which has been closed down. But it's the little cove back there beside Hollywood Cinema. So Bartlett actually, you know, doesn't have anything like this. Um, so not only to be in Memphis and have this and growing, but even in the Bartlett community, they don't have a lot of a lot of art and collaboration type stuff like this out here at all. So, um, well, what time can people well get in there? What time can people start coming through? It's at noon to six. Um, come anytime, stay as long as you'd like. Um, like I said, we also have the model call. So come get your picture taken. Um, let us call you and we would love to collaborate even with y'all and get y'all's names out there. And, you know, photographers, you're welcome. Um, anybody who wants to talk to us and collaborate as well, we'd love to talk to you. Um, but we'll be here. If it sounds to me like anybody that is an, an artist or any kind of creative type, these sound like your people. 
go yes. out there and support them because as someone that is starting something on the creative side with us, with the podcast and the radio show, we understand mm-hmm. that you've got to go out and network with these people and that no interview or no guest is too small or too big for us to talk to because everybody, everyone is going to make a difference. Right. If you painted one picture, come talk to us. (laughs) Exactly. So go out and collaborate with these people. Go out, sit down, talk to them. Find your place where you fit in and help grow this fantastic community and keep these artists moving forward and keep this in Memphis and in the Bartlett area. Because this is the kind of thing that when I was, you know, in my 20s, I would have killed for something like this to have been around. Yes. And you didn't have that outlet now. And it's, mm-hmm. it's great to see it even, you know, as I, as we both sit here now in our forties, good Lord. Uh, it, it, it's just, you know, it, it's so nice to see that it's finally somebody is actually taking the arts are actually starting to get a foothold in the South where for years everybody was always told, well, you can't make a living doing the artistic stuff or you can't make a living writing don't let anybody pigeonhole what you're doing go out there do what makes you happy you'll find a way to make a living at it somehow right absolutely and even those you know that you know if you're worried that you're not and you don't think you're an artist or you don't think you have a creative mind or anything like that we there's we have classes that will teach you the, those things, you know, the acting classes and the yoga classes. Yoga is an art itself, you know, um, and then the belly dancing, you know, come express yourself in any way, you know. We got to um, take you. You, you got to do the belly dance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have talked about an all guy class. See, There's come a lot on, man. to be interested. <laughs> I mean, it would look like we were up there doing the truffle shuffle, but we could try. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on out. And we've got it for you. If you're looking, it's here for you. And this is going to be, is this going to be a weekly event or just a monthly? Um, I think we're going to do monthly right now. Um, We'd love to go maybe bi-monthly, but we don't want to, we all have our, you know, home lives too. Right. You don't want to take (laughs) As much as we'd love to be here every weekend doing something fabulous, but most of our shops are all open on the weekends as well. Anyways, like my vintage shops open every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, we have a stylist, the urban stylist. She's here most weekends. The jewelers here most weekends. Um, the artist, everybody's here. So well, it's all, it's pretty much always, we're always around. Well, Jenny, I'm going to tell you, we wish you nothing but success. Uh, you've definitely got our support. If there's ever anything we can do to help spread the word, we're always here. Oh, I thank you. I appreciate that. And I thank you for giving us some time tonight. Absolutely. All right. Thank we hope you, to ma'am. see everybody on Saturday. Yes, ma'am. Everybody get out there and support these artists. Don't make them starve to death. <laughs> thank you guys thanks Jenny bye bye all right bye (sighs) nothing beats the pure taste of artist vodka made with nothing but the finest ingredients including farro wheat imported from Italy perfectly pH balanced water from the Cascades in Washington state all blended perfectly into the best organic vodka on the market. 
artist vodka, the art is in the party. Again, we want to give a special thank you to Ms. Jenny Harris for joining us to talk about the indie artist market happening this weekend in Memphis, Tennessee. You know what? It's been a while since we've done. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute, so I think it's time that we do a A weigh-in. How about this week, your top three wrestlers from our childhood that you would have changed promotions for? Okay, you go with number three then. Number three for me? Yeah. Hmm. You know what I would have liked to have seen? What? I would have liked to have seen Lawler in WCW. Yeah, that would be interesting. In his prime. For me, it's Ted DiBiase going to WCW. DiBiase to WCW is a great one because he really fit that era of, of wrestlers. Yeah. Can you imagine the matches between him and Flair? Oh, my God. I That would have been fantastic. Or put him with Rotunda again. Oh, and man. Yeah. I mean, you could have put him with Rotunda in the varsity club. Right. You would have had a great crew there then. I mean... You could have looked at, gosh, there's there's so much potential in that one. I know how to pick them. I'm going to go with, for a tag team that I would have liked to have seen switch. Who is it? The Midnight Express with Cornette to, to the, the WWE, but I want the Lane and Eaton version. That, that can make for some good matches. Especially if you look at the era where you had the Rockers, the Heart Foundation, the Brain Busters, Demolition, Strike Force. I mean, you're talking about WWE used to give a shit about tag team wrestling. Yeah, and, they did. and it was those matches would have been top notch. My number two. Mm. My number two. I'm actually having to put some thought into this. Don't hurt yourself. (laughs) I would like to have seen Demolition go to WCW. Really? Do you think they fit? I mean, in all honesty, you had one of Demolition already there. Barry Dorso, yeah. You had Barry Darso, and of course, uh, Bill Eady as the masked superstar came up through Florida. So, I mean, they worked the NWA territories, and I mean, Darso worked as... What was he, Crusher Khrushchev in I think WCW before he went over? Originally, the talk was that it, when uh, when Vince hired Darso, he was trying to get Nikita at the same time. Ah, Had he been able to get that, could you imagine a tag team of demolition if it had been Darso and Nikita? Oh, my God. That would have been a completely different team, but it would have been fun to watch. Yeah, it would have. Who's your number one? I'm going to make you go on this one first. Rick Rude. No, wait, I'll take that back. I'll take because he actually got to wrestle in WCW. And he had a good run in yeah. WCW. Yeah. Uh hmm. Who would I like to see? I'm gonna I'm gonna go way back. The uh Oh, crap. I had their name, but I just lost it. The Wild Samoans. 
To WCW? Yeah. Wow. That could have been, that could have been nice. Think about the tag teams they would have been going up. Could you imagine the Wild Samoans against the Road Warriors? Oh, my God. Now, you go with the, you go with the Wild Samoans. It's funny because they were my number one as well. Oh, really? You're sending them to WCW. I'm sending them to Memphis <laughs> because I want to see the Wild Samoans and the Moon Dogs. Oh, man. Tell me that wouldn't have been a bloodbath. <laughs> that would have been a bloodbath. <laughs> so we were both, we're kind of tied up on the Wild Samoans, but I, I have to admit those guys could go with anybody in the ring. Yeah, they could. And I think, I think we both made some compelling arguments for either one, for any of these guys. You know, it's funny though, we didn't really send a lot of people up north. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we, we didn't grow up really on the WWF no, product. That was, up. that came along later for us. I mean, that came into my teenage years before I was right really into the WWF product. Yeah. Me too. And I've always seen WCW. WCW and the NWA was closer to what we grew up with out of Memphis. And, and yeah. it just. It resonated. It, it did. It resonated with us. And um, with that, we hope we've resonated with you guys this week. We will be back here again next Thursday. But hey, tonight, if you're catching this during the daytime, tonight, be sure to tune into radio-memphis.com to the live music hour with Gerald Morgan Jr. Because we're going to be your co-hosts. So we will see you tonight. But if we don't, catch us again next week. Same fat time, same, same fat, fat channel. channel. And more gravy. Off Script with the Heavyweight Chumps is produced by Mad Fat Loud Entertainment, LLC. Executive producer, Sally Maddox. All music used by permission. No part of this podcast can be rebroadcast or retransmitted without written expressed permission of the Heavyweight Chumps and Mad Fat Loud Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2020 Mad Fat Loud Entertainment, LLC.